guys, Jennifer here. Welcome to the Honest Ugly Podcast, where we talk a lot about identity and intimacy. Today, we're going to talk about why some Christians might be afraid to create. But before we get into that, I want to be really honest with you guys for a second about myself. The honest, ugly truth is that I started this podcast not knowing what the heck I was doing. I, I, I still don't know what the heck I'm doing, but I didn't know what I would talk about. And I honestly wasn't even sure that anyone would be encouraged ever by anything that came out of my mouth. But I dove in head first, knowing that it would be messy. I knew that it would be imperfect. I knew that there would be room to improve. But the reason I went ahead and started knowing it was going to be a mess was because I felt nudged in my spirit that if I kept showing up, that God would mend the broken places in my life. That if I kept verbally processing here, that I, if I kept expressing myself and creating this podcast, that I would be mended. And you know what happened? Some of you actually have been encouraged. And I know that because you've messaged me. And if you weren't necessarily spurred on to greatness, you were definitely encouraged to show up messy in your own life because you saw me brave showing up messy. And that's good enough for me. If you've learned to just show up messy or if you've learned not what to do because of me, that is good enough for me. So at that very statement right there, I'm reminded of a question I had to answer myself. Did I want my life to reflect that God is a God who demands perfection or that God is a God of grace and second chances, a God who uses our meager offerings in ways we, in, we never expected them to? I want my life to reflect that God uses imperfect people. God uses messes. If there's no mess, is there really any ministry? I want my life to reflect that God is a God of grace who uses broken, messy people while they're still in the middle of their mess. And because people keep showing up, He keeps healing the broken places in them. That's what I want you to know about God when you look at my life. I really want you to hear my name and think, all I know is that she loves God and He keeps showing up for her. And man, if He'll show up for her... Maybe he'll show up for me too. Because guess what, guys? He will. He always shows up for us. He will always come to our rescue. Now, a side note of truth. I was not feeling brave when I kept showing up here or kept showing up to life. I was feeling desperate, honestly. I was feeling like I had to show up because I believed so strongly that God would use this place to heal my heart, to heal the broken places in me, to heal my mind, to heal my emotions. Kind of like the story of the bleeding woman who knew that if she just reached out and touched the hem of the garment Jesus was wearing, that she would be healed. She just believed that all she had to do was touch the garment. Well, I believed with everything in me that if I kept showing up here, if I kept going on my prayer walks, if I kept sitting in the sunshine and being honest with my emotions and my thoughts, if I kept begging God to turn my triggers of anxiety into triggers of grace and peace, I believe that he would. I believed that if I would keep expressing myself, keep pouring out, 
keep creating episodes and habits and poetry and doodles and writings, if I kept creating space for God's Spirit to show up in my life, I believe that the creating the space for Him would draw me deeper into Him. No matter how messy I showed up, I believed that if I just kept showing up, that God would show up for me. And guess what? He did. He has. He keeps doing it over and over and over again as new layers of myself are being exposed to this identity that He has given me and you as children of God. I've had to look at myself up against who He says I am every single day. And I have to be really honest with the emotions that surface up in me that oppose His Spirit living inside of me. He says I'm holy and righteous. And when I look at myself and and see that I'm not, I have to decide, am I going to believe Him or am I going to believe me? I have to keep looking at myself up against who He says I am. And I want to encourage you to do that today, too. Now, I hope that's what you've gotten out of this podcast so far. To be really honest with all your thoughts and your emotions, no matter how wrong you think they sound or how ugly they make you feel. When we practice being honest and raw with God, He always does a work in us that is beyond what we thought we could be. It really is amazing to me just how I keep being honest with God and He keeps meeting me in that place with grace and compassion and healing. Okay, with that said, our identity begins with the truth that we are made in the image of God. And God is a creator. He is creative. Before God ever showed up on the scene covered in flesh, He created. He created the sun and the moon. He hung the stars in the sky. He created the boundaries for the waters. He spoke into existence all of creation, the plants, the animals, the people. God is a creator, and we are made in that image. Therefore, we are created to create. So, why are so many Christians afraid to create? Why do so many in the body of Christ resist this obvious attribute that God has instilled in all of mankind? Now, I think there are several reasons why some Christians are afraid to create, but today I'm going to give you two that I think are pretty big and pretty debilitating, if I'm being honest. The first reason is that they may believe that creativity is a secular concept and that it has no place in the church. They may think that it's a waste of time and that Christians should spend their time doing more spiritual activities, spiritual being in quotes. I don't know about you, but in my own life and circle of culture I was brought up in, there always felt like there were these degrees of holiness. Those who attended Bible study were more holy than those who spent their girls' nights working on their scrapbooks. Or those who showed up to prayer meeting were considered more righteous than those who spent the afternoon hiking in the woods. Do you see where I'm going here? Some church cultures don't encourage creating. They encourage consumption. In my experience, people in the church feast and consume a lot more than they express and create. Yes, definitely, we need to consume, but we can't completely neglect expressing and pouring out. We can't, we can't neglect the fact that we're made in the image of God to be creators. 
We have to remember that we are spiritual beings. So everything we do can be considered spiritual. You noticing the creative details in which God made sea creatures when you're off at the aquarium with your kids, that moment is just as spiritual as the moment you take time to finish your Bible study workbook. And in all honesty, whatever we do with the awareness of God being in our midst is a spiritual moment. Whether you're at prayer meeting or grocery shopping, whether you're sitting on a pew or sitting on a kayak, whether you're creating something or consuming something, all those moments can be spiritual. So if you're one of those people who fear or maybe or yeah, afraid to create because you think that you need to be spending your time doing more spiritual activities, I just want your mind to shift and realize that creating is a spiritual activity. It's a spiritual activity. It, it's no less spiritual than consuming. We were made to create. And when we're not doing what we were made to do, we feel it, right? We feel down and heavy and we feel like we should be doing something different. We should be doing something more. Yes, because we were made to create. And if you're not creating, if you're not putting your hands to things, if you're not cultivating, if you're not expressing yourself as a form of worship, then you're not doing what God created you to do. He didn't create you to sit on a pew and consume. He didn't. He created you to create and be a co-creator with him so that when people look at your life, they can see the creativity of God through you. Okay, the second reason that some Christians may be afraid to create is because they struggle with the fear of failure. They may think that if they create something and it doesn't turn out well, they will be judged or criticized by others. Or let's like not even say maybe turn out well. Let's say, heaven forbid, it doesn't turn out perfect. What if we create something and the holier people don't approve? What if we write something and the critique is that it's not theologically sound? Oh my gosh, what if we paint something and it it isn't a cross? It's not lilies. It's not a lion and a lamb. Y'all, what if people think we aren't serious about Jesus if, if what we express doesn't sound or look churchy enough? You're following this fear of failure, right? This train of thought on this, this fear of failure train of thought. Many Christians are insecure in who God says they are, and they're constantly thinking about what others think about what they're putting out in the world. I know this because this is how I felt much of my life. I failed to realize that even if I, or even if what I created wasn't approved by people, God was still pleased with me when I expressed myself authentically and honestly right where I was. When I expressed what I, what, or when I expressed myself who I was in that moment, even if it wasn't exactly what God was going to get me to, when I expressed myself authentically in that moment where I was using the tools that I had to work with, the knowledge I had to work with, the wisdom I had to work with, he was pleased with me. I didn't realize that even if my writings missed the mark on being theologically sound, God was still pleased with my expression. He was still pleased with my struggling it out. He was pleased with my attempt at wrestling with life by creating. He takes so much delight in us that we forget that he isn't asking us to show up perfect. He's just asking us to show up. He is well pleased with us 
no matter how we show up, he's just pleased with us for being, for taking a breath, for being his children. He's pleased with us. You don't have to get everything right when you're creating for him to be pleased. He's pleased that you even show up. So there you go. I want to sign off today reminding you of the, well, let's just recap really quick. If you are, let's see, if you're one of those people who think that it's a waste of time to create and you should spend more time doing spiritual activities, I want you to reassess what you think about that. Do you really think it's less spiritual for you to create as an expression of worship than it is for you to consume something that seems more spiritual? And if you're one of those people that you you have this fear of failure because of what other people think, I want you to consider your identity in Christ and who God says you are and ask yourself, are you creating for others or are you creating as an expression of worship to God who created you? So signing off today with these three reminders. Failure is a beautiful part of the creative process because it teaches us and it grows us. The second thing is our value is not based on what we get right or wrong, but on who God says we are. And three, the third reminder, God has given us the ability to create. When we express ourselves through creating, we reflect the diversity and creativity of God. Many people I know, and myself included, we find intimacy with God when we're creating. We know that our creating feels like an act of worship. It's like this offering we're giving to God. I I feel that way about my writing, and I feel that way when I record these episodes. I feel like that little boy handing over his basket of bread and fish to Jesus. And I'm like, okay, God, it's not much, but here's what I have to offer. Here's my expression. Do whatever you want with it. That's all I have for you today. Put down your phone and go put your hands to creating something. Whether big or small, it doesn't matter. Just practice creating now that you've spent some time consuming. I'll talk to you guys soon. I want you to be on the lookout for a new focus because we are shifting here at The Honest Ugly. We're going to be focused on helping visionary creatives follow through with all the ideas they have swimming around in their head and their hearts. I'm super excited about what's ahead. I just wanted to put a little plug in there to keep you curious. But be excited with me. Throw some high fives and I will talk to you guys next time.